Right, Brent, what you got for us? Well, I was reading something this week that reminded me more of Trevor than Carter. But let me let me give this to you. So this is from book, but it's from a field book in natural history. All right. So, this is you know something what natural history or yeah. something you wrote. No, I just something I found. What is natural I just found history? Lying around. Exactly. Like, I did, you stumble upon these things quite a bit, don't you? <laughs> so it looks like it's Plants, flies, bugs. It's basically a list of every single animal in the world. Animal, plant, tree, whatever. Okay. Like, what do you know? You want to know about the red spotted purple? Butterfly, that is. (laughs) Come here and check it out. Butterfly, that is. So it gives you a little history. It gives you a little history on it, just a what's what. And then I turn to about the last page, and it gets to primates, Mm -hmm. homo sapiens, a.k.a. man. Yeah. So it's got one whole page on man. But here's what it has to say about fellow men. This part's what reminded me of you, Trevor. Okay. So here you go. We have enslaved weaker races and weaker individuals of our own race and of our own families. So this is in this nice science book. Oh. We have kept people in ignorance of how they can avoid disease how can they, and how they can live without within their incomes. In part, as a result of these practices, we find a world of recurring, increasingly destructive wars. For this, our generation will be considered as lacking intelligence by our successors. We shall justly deserve this condemnation. The end. That is what it has to say about men. Humans rule the world, ruin the world, deserve everything that's coming to them. Yeah, that's, that's like, that's basically where I stand on people. It's pretty optimistic, though, because it talks about uh, future generations, so it's not like we're going to end the planet right now. So you got to think half, you know, the glass is half full. Brent, i got to mash you up with that and have someone whistling in the background, like, Civil War by Guns N' Roses. And instead of, like, what we've got is failure to communicate, it'll be like, humans. <laughs> it's totally civil war. What's so civil about war anyway? <laughs> I love it. I agree with the natural history book. What's it called? The his- just the field guide, field, field book of natural history. Oh, just taking it all in. Humans mm-hmm. enslave each other and lie to each other and ruin the world and deserve. I love the ending. Like they justly deserve <laughs> yeah, that's- this. <laughs> They're gonna get what's coming. Oh. <laughs> And it's a good thing. Oh, they're going to get it hard. Here comes the wisdom. And here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Now, uh... Carter, I believe you said that that uh, Brent looked like who? Brent looks like Mark Hamill from uh, the Star Wars movies. He plays Luke. And I look like... <laughs> Zach Morris with a, with a, a mix of DiCaprio. That's, you're the only, that's the only reason you're my friend, right, Carter? Pretty much. Because you thought I looked like Zach Morris. Like, I like this guy. He's cool. Yeah, he's, he's got a cell phone. And Actually, Car- never did. Yeah. And Carter, who but- did we agree that you looked... Most like? I, I don't remember. 
It was John Hamm from Mad Men, right? Uh, Screech from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I think we've already been over that today. But the mature, you know your Screech. But the mature. How mature Screech? Yeah, from the college years, right? Yeah. But, but, okay. Okay. Recently, it's been brought to my attention that maybe I look like a 70-year-old Robert De Niro. Yeah, so I was looking back at a few years back at some old wedding photos from where you were destroying my wedding. <laughs> I like ruined Brent's wedding. Just standing standing behind me is... As he's saying sort, his yeah, vows. Some 70-year-old man with wrinkles. <laughs> Swaying back and forth. Extremely wrinkled, swaying back and forth. <laughs> Eyes completely shut. Sweating Now you're going to have to... Oh. What, so what exactly is the reason for this? Well, you were in this wedding. and you In this wedding. You were getting married. <laughs> and, just uh, a wedding. You were in some wedding. No big deal. No big you deal. You were getting married. And... It was like all set up so that you faced a certain way, and then me and the girl opposite me were facing the the, the people watching. Right. The only problem with this is the way I was pointed was directly into the sun. Like, like this is a July sun, very hot. Yes, I was like, it was like at the exact time with like the sun's at its peak in the day. I swear, it was like right. The sun was basically in my face the entire wedding. So I was. What happened is I was like sweating to death, getting just sunblasted. With I was trying not to like, I was squinting right? right, and I couldn't even have my. I basically had to sit with my eyes closed because the sub was so intense <laughs> in my face, and everybody that was like in the front couple rows was just like laughing at me because I was in so much pain, and I was trying to like. I'm sitting there sweating, and I can't open my eyes, and I'm, like, squinting and trying to, like, acknowledge the ceremony that's happening on it. Everybody's well, laughing at me. You had a look huge s- smile on your face, too. Yes, and <laughs> I look so stupid. So I've just caught I, – I was, like, bursting out into laughs constantly during the wedding ceremony because I was just – I couldn't handle the intensity. <laughs> so you need – to go to the uh, herecomessomewisdom.blogspot.com and check out my – Awesome. If you want me to be at your wedding, maybe, I guess, <laughs> I guess I can offer a service. If you want a guy in the background of your wedding pictures to maybe just lighten the vibe a bit. And by lighten, I mean ruin. Um, I'm for hire. There's guns for hire. Uh, speaking, uh, speaking of ruining weddings, Carter has also took part in that for my wedding because Carter decided to come to it. He made, he made a brief appearance. <laughs> Carter peaced out. Yeah. I thank God and got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, my girlfriend Janelle um, got bit by a cat earlier that day. Or the day before, I think it was. Got rabies? And uh, yeah, she had to go to the clinic and stuff and get checked out because it went really deep. She and she sick. just got sick from it after. So we went and uh, bowed out a bit early at the wedding. Yeah, you just bailed on his wedding. Yeah. yeah. We Cats, went eight, yeah. eight is And that was like the most fun wedding ever, too. I know, night. missed out. But oh. what I would like to know is, Brent, are you more upset with me leaving your wedding early or leaving the Radiohead concert we all went to early? What was the reason for you leaving the Radiohead concert? 
cowardice. I was done. I'd seen all I needed to see. It had been a because long you'd, day. Because you'd raced around Palooza watching a thousand <laughs> junk bands. Terrible bands. But, band. yeah. but you had to put in your stupid log that you'd seen <laughs> four dozen bands. And I just ran to Soldier Field, watched the Bears practice, ran back a couple miles. Logged it was, that. It was plus 40 above. Yes. So yeah, I'd seen so, Radiohead. I was really far away. Didn't have good seats yeah. like you guys. So yeah. I'm like, yep. Carmen that was Police, literally the best concert I've ever seen. Yeah, but I really can't say I'm mad at you for that, Carter. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm just let down. You're probably too busy going to look at the grocery store and journaling about the different foods they have in the grocery store. Oh, Bachwinkles. Good yeah, stuff. you weirdo. <laughs> I remember it. that was Lollapalooza, right? Yeah, yeah. When we all I went almost down to died Chicago. the first day there. Yeah, it, was, it was plus 40. I walked about 16 miles. I crawled under a tree and passed out from like sunstroke. During which I wasn't was drinking it? or anything. Because yeah. both of us were driving there from which was what basically a 12 hour. We drove 12 yep. hours by night. And what band was. Oh, go, what was it that we passed out to? Gogo Bordello. Yeah, Gorgo right, Bordello. That was, that was just We were in the yeah. sun and it was so hot and I didn't drink enough water. And I was like panicking. Like I felt my body like fading and I like literally crawled under a tree and just slept in the shade of a tree. <laughs> For a couple hours until I could get enough energy to like get food, and I walked like a food tent. And, like it was like I was basically like I had to I had to replenish my strength like Final Fantasy one stuff. <laughs> I think that was the most eventful two hours of my life. At six o'clock, I watched Jack White's band, The Reconnaissance. Then I walked one mile to uh, Cat's Block Party for about thirty seconds to just say I saw him. Then I walked half a mile to the entrance, two miles to Soldier Field, all in plus forty heat. Just about killed the the concession worker for a Coke. Watched the Bears practice for an hour. Then walked back another two miles to the entrance, another half mile to watch Radiohead. So that's why I left early, I guess. Okay, but you're the kind of guy that you're like, I just want to say I did it. Yeah, you know, experienced it. No, you don't actually experience anything. (laughs) You You have a checklist. You're like, went to Soldier Field, check. It's like... You didn't, like, sit there and enjoy yourself. Oh, I, I like, did for an hour. I missed the better part of practice. was. T- you're the kind the of guy that leaves hour, concerts but... early because of the traffic. <laughs> I, I sort of picked that up from my dad. We went to a Tom Cochran concert, and we left before <laughs> life is a highway. Who no. does that? <laughs> you left before? Yeah, that's my dad's doing. Like, who goes to a Tom Cochran concert and leaves before life is a highway? Carter does. <laughs> Think about it, Carter. It's like, we can listen to it in the car, son. <laughs> that basically, we can listen to it on the way to the car, son. That's how it goes. Oh, were you crying? <laughs> no. But, yeah, I want to see life as a highway. <laughs> well, let's, let's... Okay, this is what we can do. We can read a sentence, and then as soon as the other person's done... Okay, so just say, blue cross, the color of caring. So I'll start. Blue cross, the color of caring. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was on the first What the hell is wrong with you? Where do you think of that? Everybody, let's read something. How about Blue Cross, the color of caring? Are you getting money from. Are you making money under the table on us, Carter? So, is this episode number six of Here Comes Some Wisdom? I believe it is. Okay, I thought I'd ask that. I thought I'd ask that in the form of a question. You know, we're always so sure of ourselves, but it helps sometimes to, you know, show some 
vulnerability. Do you agree? A little bit of weakness. Anyways, this is Brent. I'm Trevor. <laughs> and I'm Ricky. No longer Carter. I've uh, <laughs> legally changed my name. Well, to Safeway, anyways. <laughs> uh. Yes, I've, after seven years of being called Have a Good Day, Mr. Howell, every time I buy my groceries, Mr. I Howell. decided, yeah, that's who my phone number is under, I guess. So Ricky I've decided, Howell. no, Kevin Howell. So I've decided to take take my name in uh, into my own hands. And so I will now be known by any Safeway cashier as Ricky J. Stallone. Ricky Jace Chase J, like Ricky J. Ricky, Have Ricky a good day, Mister Stallone. Yeah, Stallone. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's pretty. Sweet. <laughs> Why did you pick Ricky? Were you were you listening to a lot of Skid Row and <laughs> you're like, <laughs> Ricky was a young boy. <laughs> no, What's I think with it's... the terrible musical references. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, except there's a good tune in the middle of those, right? The theme song, of course. Oh, well. So, no. so carry on. Me and the club card have had uh, quite a history over our time. So it's the time I've gained the one-up over the club card. You see, I used to work at Safeway. as uh, Pushing cards and breaking sometimes. hearts. Yes, pushing cards, breaking hearts. That's what I always <laughs> said. But I'd occasionally do a little bit of cashiering. And uh, according Did to Safeway... Did you make Safeway, it rain? <laughs> Jamaican rain. Okay. Jamaican rain, man. <laughs> so you're required by Safeway Mantra to call everyone by their last name. And screw that. I didn't do that. I was too cool for that. So um, I never did. And I was get. I was here about from the boss. And another thing is, people who become from another province or were just kids, like some six year old kid coming through buying two chocolate bars. If you had the club card, you get one bar for free. So I just type in my. Uh, my phone number and give them the, the free chocolate bar. And apparently that didn't go over so well with management. However, You're giving the, kids chocolate bars? Isn't that what like, creepy people in vans do, Carter? <laughs> yeah, well, I was, just, I was just helping out the little guy, really. That's what I was doing. Yeah, he's all fat because I got two chocolate bars. <laughs> Parents, well, he's all hyper all night and it's all your fault. That kid worked hard for its dollar. I don't want to see the evil corporation take it. Because, you know, I was be like, oh, what's your phone number, kid? You can tell me, and then you get a free chocolate bar if you just tell me oh, his phone number. <laughs> you know, you're sure worse. your parents have the card. And, yeah, so uh, so, you're like, my phone number is. Yeah, exactly. So um, the kid obviously is like, no, I don't talk to strangers. I don't give them my phone number. <laughs> so I'd be like, well, I'm not charging this kid double. So apparently Safeway has a security home in uh, California. And uh, noticed some weird activity with my cashier sign-on saying that my phone number was buying a little too much things. So I uh, got called up to the to the manager's office and uh, I have an official reprimand on my Safeway file for that. For giving away food. <laughs> well, just and everyone did it. Your thing, Carter. You let it roll. Okay. So we've really been hitting international listeners. We have American listeners. We have Australian listeners. Or should I say listener? You know how we ask listeners to tell a friend? 
Well, yep. unfortunately for that guy email that we read last week, Kyle too. Yeah. We've only seen that he there's been five Australian downloads and we have five episodes and Kyle's listened to all five. So he obviously isn't telling any friends in his terrestrial so home of Australia. We have Lux Luxembourg listeners, multiple listeners from Luxembourg, which is a, a very small country in Europe. So like really, massive, Re- yes. actually, yeah, it actually tracks them. And uh, so massive shout out. Maybe they, maybe they got to know us because of our uh, world famous Charlie Sheen interview that's on YouTube. Okay, really, if you are in Luxembourg listening to this, please email the show. What's the show email? Here comes some wisdom at gmail.com. Yeah, please, Luxembourg, shout out. You guys are like super rich, right? Like rich and drunk. Welcome to yeah, Luxembourg. Like the per capita income is $104,000 a year. And uh, they spend more money on alcohol per capita than any other European nation. All right, maybe we could go road trip, Luxembourg. We're already in California. Yep. Well,. While we're on that topic, <laughs> maybe let's bring up that maybe we, we uh, yeah, I, I got a couple announcements to make here. First of all, no, um, Charlie Sheen wasn't really on the podcast. <laughs> Carter well, is very was, disappointed that we're breaking the fourth wall here. Yeah, it turns out it was Brent doing an impression. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> next, next notice, next notice is... Brent and I were not actually in California. <laughs> and last at all, our show is not being shut down by the person who who wrote the Who's the Boss theme song. Carlton, yeah. yeah and I've, and- legitimately, I've had many people this week be like, so you're in California? I just talked to someone on the phone like a half an hour ago that was like, so were you actually in California? It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> The same thing with Charlie Sheen. I've had some people like being like, "Did you? How did you do that? How did you like land him?" And like Carter, you've had some people, right? Yeah, someone came up to me and's like, "Whoa, you must have been just freaking out talking to such a big star." And I was like, "Yeah, big time." I've got As- emails. Please don't shut down the show. Please, <laughs> please don't end the podcast. You guys are funny. It's like there might be people in the world as gullible as you, Carter. See, Carter, you're mixing up your cartoons again and reality. (laughs) Okay. Is this email? Okay. (laughs) That's a great way to start email. (laughs) Questioning week. (laughs) So Jonathan emailed in, and uh, he wants us to touch on the uh, controversy, the feud between Pat Metheny and uh, Kenny G, the uh, jazz musicians. And I don't know, are we familiar with this at all? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so no, we aren't. But I would think that uh, Pat Metheny yeah. has accused Kenny G of uh, sexual harassment. Because <laughs> <laughs> he plays are the they saxophone. Both, are they both sax players? No, I think Pat's a guitar player. So sexual harassment. Well, you know, I think what it is is Kenny G <laughs> was sleeping with the other guy's wife. Yeah, I got cut from J- J- grade 8 jazz band. That's another story. <laughs> this is like a reoccurring theme of your life, Carter. You just I keep know. getting cut from things. It's not good enough. Yeah. Um, okay, what so, was the other one from Kai? Yeah, Kai has... Um, we should interpret entire episode of Lancelot, Lancelot, Link, Secret Chimp. And we should interpret it. Now, 
I have no idea what that's about, so we can try to uh, think of what that's about. I personally think it's uh, three different people. Lancelot is like a, an, a theater kid. Link is uh, from The Legend of Zelda video game. Secret <laughs> Chimp is an intelligent monkey. And uh, they decide to just start a podcast together. <laughs> I'd be Link because I like Nintendo. Trevor's a theater guy, so you can be Lancelot. And Brent, you're the chimp. <laughs> You're the secret chimp. Yeah, I secret see. agent chimp or something. Brent, do you know what it is? I'm going to just guess that it has to do with time travel and a chimp, but I might be stealing that show idea from something else, but live-action chimp moving around in time with Lancelot. I'm sure it's like uh. a web TV show or something. And a you dog no, no, no. And a dog named Link. <laughs> do so you know what it is, time Trevor? traveling. Yes, it's like one of my favorite shows. It's an old TV show from the 60s. It's James Bond, except what? the entire show is chimps. Nice. <laughs> and it's a weekly show, and it's like chimps and suits. Like acting villain, like acting as villains, and there's like reoccurring bad guys every week, and like Lancelot Link is like a secret detective chimp who has to like stop the world from ending every week. And it's all chimps all the time, like, dressed up, acting like people. It's the best. That actually sounds pretty awesome. I thought it was some yeah, no. new-age cartoon on, like, Cartoon Network. No, no. Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp from the 60s. And I remember one day in drama class, I was like, at the end of the day, I was like, you guys got to check this out. This is the best show ever. And I was like, and everybody in the class is like, yeah, this is the best. And one girl's like, that is so mean. The things that they would do to those monkeys. And I was like... Okay, Captain No Fun. And she got all mad and like walked out of the room. <laughs> oh, Trevor. Um, and I'm still saying she's Captain No Fun. Did it say no anim- no chimps were hurt during this It's the 60s, production? man. Carter, a lot of chimps were hurt. That's what I was exactly going to say. Chimps were hurt bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame. By so the I humans think, yeah. who control yeah. other species and get what they have coming. So on the animal topic, here's something I was reading about this week. Uh, National Geo cover story. From a ways back, but I was just catching up. You know, I was catching up on my readings. And they're talking about, <laughs> talking about some what people are doing with animals now, trying to get animals in new situations, domesticate some new animals or what have you. Now, what, what would you... What, yeah, so what is a better study to do? People in Russia since the 60s or 50s or 60s been breeding foxes. So domesticating yeah, foxes to be like that. house pets. Would that be all right? You have a little fox run? Well, just like a tiny yeah. dog cat. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like a hybrid dog cat. They're cuddly like a cat. yet look like a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're so a fox. <laughs> but they're and a then they bite fox. your baby's head off. No, they're yeah. friendly. Yeah, they're foxes. So, That's why everybody says... Yeah, foxes. Yeah. So I think you two will go opposite ways with this, Carter. You pro- which study would you say is better? The people who are doing that, or there's people who are breeding my- breeding rats to hate, to hate people, <laughs> They're selecting like the most angriest rats and breeding those ones. I don't know why. This this could be from a page of the natural history book. This could be our downfall by creating enough rats that hate us. Evil rats eventually take over. And then the yeah, foxes just, are so weak and tame that they can't kill the rats. Like oh. you guys are familiar with Ninja Turtles, like Splinter is a giant rat. What is if he was bad, man? That would be not be good. 
See, Carter, you're mixing up your cartoons again and reality. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about real rats here for a second. Okay. What's better? Yeah, what's what's better? What's a better study? I think... Um, If only one had to exist, would you rather have nice foxes or crazy angry rats running around? I'd like nice foxes. Big time. Yeah, crazy rats. (laughs) What's the point of making some weak species? For domestic, it just oh, let's uh, make, yeah. We have enough stupid pets in the world already. Oh, here we go. <laughs> pets belong outdoors, and weak foxes just what we need to take care of. Not just my house fox. Some... Not my, yeah. my house fox. This is an indoor under fox. The sheets. <laughs> oh, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna come over one. Come over one day. Be like, have a few, have a few drinks. I'll just spend the night. Don't drive. Here, go to bed. Oh, there's a fox curled up under your pillow. <laughs> no, I'm a big oh. fan of the foxes, and it's it's really interesting too because like you know dogs have been domesticated over thousands of years from wolves, while this has been like like ten generations, and they're already like super sweet. So. Oh yeah, they're just friendly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they rip your face off. I would be a big proponent of something in the middle, domesticated bears. Like, think of all the large land uh, carnivores, That's predators we worse. have. We have That's much, much, the big much three. Worse. We have we have the canines like wolves turned into dogs. Then we have like the the felines, the cats, like lions and stuff turned into house cats. Why did we not domesticate bears? Like, can you imagine like a domesticated cute little polar bear? Or, how like, big would it get? Bear? I don't know. How big is a timber wolf compared to a like a a shih tzu or something. <laughs> I don't understand. Why would you want a bear? Would you keep it around your house? Yeah, like it'd be like three feet tall and just be like all bear-like and awesome. Yeah, but cats hunt oh. dogs like guard. Yeah, we don't even know what bears are it. capable of. The bears kill. All they... <laughs> they chase yeah, you up trees. They chase you up a tree because they can climb. After and running you down because they're tree. fast, and then they kill you. It would be a very small one. It'd be a domesticated one. You'd take small bears and breed them until it was just small bears that like to live in your house. And like it might even be litter box trained, for all we know. Yeah. Okay, I could At see... At least with the rats. Yeah. You could Carter, see what? I don't know. I can see... You can imagine sometime where there's like a baby wolf and it's alone. It's still pretty big, but you could handle. You could sort of trust a wolf if you're a crazy person. Who's gonna ha- Who's gonna start the bears off for the first cycle? <laughs> I know, but this is why I'm mad at our ancestors. Like thousands of years ago, they could have been like riding bears. This is why you're mad at our ancestors. Not like slavery or like it's it's that they did it like bears. Yeah, of all the things to be mad about humankind throughout the rest of history, Carter. It's bears. I got a I lot think, of other things I'm mad about humans. I think bears could have solved a lot of problems. You wouldn't need slaves. You'd have bears doing the heavy lifting. And stuff. <laughs> now you're getting into hot water, Carter. You're always with the, with the bad overtones. You're a bad person giving chocolate bars to kids. <laughs> Slave bears? You're gonna, that's what you can do? You're going to domesticate bears to be slaves? They'd... Well... How many they, how many circuses were... have you been to, Carter, with bears being abused for your entertainment? I don't oh. think any, actually. Been to Russia been to the cir- 
No, we live in an animal activist household here. Tell me you're not one of those PETA people. No, no. Good. Okay, at least with the rats, you're learning something. Learning what? Hate? The intensity of an animal's hate? You'll learn something about human behavior. Like, there's something to learn because rats are like people. (laughs) Go on. What do you mean? Rats are totally like people. They're, like, incredibly selfish, like, uh, very, like, predatory and, like, sexual and have, like, the same organs as us and, like, the same basic system. They test things on rats. They use Mm -hmm. them as, like, a a starting ground when they're preparing drugs for people. You can learn something from a rat's behavior and its its breeding, I suppose, that might be applicable to humans. With a fox, you're just making some worthless fox for stupid people to carry around in their stupid purses. Get off my lawn. (laughs) I've had a couple, like, recently subway experiences with, like, rats. (laughs) I didn't didn't believe that they existed in the subways until I went into the subway, and then... They're sneaky. Rats are smart. I wouldn't be surprised if the rats were taking the subway. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm not kidding. They, they, They know what they're doing. The only animals that I can remember ever being attacked by was a flock of geese. <laughs> and that is not fun, because they're big. Don't mess with a goose. And aggressive. And there's a boss Which... guy who was just, he got right in my face. Luckily I had a shovel, I was able to back him off, but... Like... <laughs> Where did this happen? In one of my neighbor's yards from my farm, they have just have some domesticated geese. See, there's a problem again, Trevor. There's their pet geese. And I didn't know about this, and I was cleaning... I was doing some work in the yard, like cleaning up grain. I guess the geese did not like that. Oh, because they like the grain. Yeah, so I turned my back, and all of a sudden there was a... I was basically mobbed, basically gang-attacked by a big flock flock of geese, basically eye-to-eye, the head one. Yeah. He was all puffed up, and it was not nice. It's like, is this you, how it's going to end? Birds can be guys... kind of scary. I, I used to work at a chicken barn, and uh, I'd go in there weekends by myself, you know, picking up eggs. And uh, if there are roosters there, and they've got pretty big talons on their uh, feet. Talons? They, yeah, talons. And so they, they you know, they get up on their perch, like... get on the high ground, and they could actually jump on you and... Uh, Slice your neck with their talons. So. Yeah, so but they you, might have had a reason a for it. What was your job? Did you carry a dart gun? <laughs> <laughs> what was your job there? Just slaughtering thousands of chickens. I was, I was picking up eggs, scooping the poo. And? <laughs> and? 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 Killing chickens. Oh, the hundreds the of thousands of chickens with your bare hands. <laughs> the chicken murdering machine. No, you put them on a. a you put them on a like a treadmill. And I don't know what happens after that. Oh, so you just put them on the treadmill, right? Yeah. Just, then they, I guess, they got shipped over to uh, just shipped over in the, yeah, in the train cars. Just shipped over to dead. <sighs> Carter, there's not much difference. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're you're part of the problem. Ignorance. That's how <laughs> that's how bad things happen in the world, Carter. Naivety, it's best. Is that even a real word? You're not good with words.
something else I thought was funny this week. I explained it to you guys before I showed it to you. This bully video, Australian bully, bully revenge. Oh, yes. Yes. So it's some Australian kids have been, some school kids, some younger guys have been bullying around some older, bigger <laughs> kid for quite a while. And he's finally had enough and he Yeah, they're out. picking on the fat kid. Yeah. Not the, and they're rat, little rat kids, right? Just scrawny little yep. Australian trash. An- angry little rat kids that have been bred yeah. to be angry. <laughs> exactly. So this kid it's finally, so he finally has enough of this. Hulk's out and just the kids punching him in the face and they think they're going to videotape. It's going to be funny. Kid f- Hulk's out, picks up a little tiny kid and body slams him hard onto cement, and then just walks away. Yeah, on like uneven cement. He just like throws him on a curb basically, <laughs> and then just like walks away. The kid can't like move. His like leg is broken. He got so this exactly kid, yeah. what he had coming. So this kid's an internet hero now for everyone. All the downtrodden. That's, right. That's fine. Now even on. What I thought was funny about that, though, is where I saw this was on clips. Where could I find this? Not on YouTube, because they have a bullying policy. On The Uh, View. Makes sense. On The View? You've watched The View? (laughs) I watched that. I found it on The View as I was searching for it. And it was just Mm. just the audience reaction was... I was like, because if I watch this, I think, hey, that's funny. Don't expect a group of a thousand women... To be like laughing hysterically when kid gets body slammed onto cement and crawls away in pain, they, like a twelve-year-old. Everyone's they were like laughing. clapping. Everyone was clapping and laughing. No, they loved oh. it. So apparently, like people inter- are yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's, I was like, okay, it's, is it okay though for if we think it's funny? Can like the view audience think it's funny too, or should they? Are, should they be more? So stuck do we have up the same sets that? of humor as a bunch of view women? I guess it's all blending now. Um, what about the talk? Have you heard of the talk, the view ripoff? I- I'm more interested in what their audience would think. Hey, um, you heard about this guy Carter that comes in and ruins things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, go into greater detail. That would be a good Photoshop. Or maybe the next Comic Con draw could be Charlie Sheet playing Mario Kart with us. Oh, love it. <laughs> so. This has been uh, Here Comes Some Wisdom, Episode 6. Another half an hour to 45 minutes. Can you believe that people actually spend that time in their lives listening to us chatter about random things? They got to get the wisdom. Really remarkable. And it's much appreciated. Uh, We're thinking of changing the name to Ripping on Carter. But maybe not. Um, So how do they get a hold of us, Carter? Well, they can email us in at herecomesomewisdom at gmail.com or go visit the blog, the website where we post all the stuff we talk about at herecomesomewisdom.blogspot.com. Thank you. So, Carter, I hear that next week you're, you got some kind of contest in the works or something? Yes, it's the Here Comes Some Wisdom Super Listener Sweepstakes. I have a What's $10 it? iTunes gift card that I have the capabilities of emailing to our lucky winner. So we'll have more details on that next week. All right. So we're going to have something they, the listeners are going to have to do, and then the winner is going to get $10. Yeah. You know, we got to pay our listeners. Brent. They've, they listen to us. we got to, you know, <laughs> give them back something. Brent, you were saying that Carter just really wants to just give someone $10. Yeah. yeah. And I disagree with Carter that we have to pay the listeners. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I disagree. No, <laughs> I know. And Carter wants to give away chocolate bars to children, bribe listeners. 
right now and we're we're in the growing stage still so we need our listeners but in a few months they'll need us for their oh, fix. right their so this has fix. been episode six of here comes some wisdom thanks for listening tell a yeah. friend please one extra download each week makes carter's life a better place yes did yeah, i ever come stuff. by your till with a shirt of a dead old person <laughs> i don't think so Hmm. No, I wonder who that was. I thought that was you. What we've got here is failure to communicate some man you just can't reach so you get what we had here last week which is the way he wants well he gets i don't like it